Hello and welcome back to episode two of season three. Yes, it is, it's amazing that we're still commissioned for these seasons. Still looking for a sponsor, still looking for a collab with many major sporting podcasts. Um, I did vote for a few podcasts. In a, There's some podcast vote going on at the moment, awards. So I wonder if that'll get us some recognition. But uh, we press on anyway. I am back with the two of two of the three boys that are on the logo, obviously myself included. How are we, gentlemen? I'm bloody excited, mate. Yeah. <laughs> bloody excited. Me too. Yeah. Uh, it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. Even... We're not together this time. We're back to the old video <laughs> calling. Um, it was nice. I hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode. Uh, us all together. I hope there was a different vibe coming from it. Um, but yeah, really a uh, good week. Since last, well, obviously this is about three weeks since we actually recorded last week. So have you had a good three <laughs> weeks? Um, yeah, it's been good, mate. Yeah, we've um, we talked about in the last one sort of our um, fitness goals and our journey to Tough Mudder two, and uh, yeah, going well. Um, health is wealth, my new motto. Yeah, uh, you know, just looking after the old temple. Um, what goes in is just clean, it's clean cut stuff. I already made a comment when you uh, when you joined the video chat that you were on a cup of tea, not a beer this time. Yes, I am not. Normally, you have a beer next to you, but it's it's a cup of tea. I have not. Don't, I don't think I drank for like two weeks. I don't plan to for another couple. So um, it's going well. When are, when are you going to be drinking next? Well, um, we are planning on drinking uh, tomorrow. Yes, by the time this comes out. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I have to think then. Yeah, we're off, aren't we? Little adventure. We are. Going to play watching rugby and then get pissed. Yeah. And it's it's going to be like, nostalgic. It is. looking like most of the boys are going to be there, but I think Bruce is the only one. He's having some kid, isn't he? Yeah, he's, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Two, second one. Like, making the same mistake twice. <laughs> <laughs> this one's going to be a boy, though, isn't it? So he's going to be a... It's dangerous. Boy. It's dangerous. Can I a public announcement for eighteen years time? Yes. Just women of the world, just lock lock yourselves away. Yeah. All right, know know it down. Yeah. Today you... is what the twenty eighth of January, eighteen years time. Just stay in the house. Yeah. So right, they'll both be behind bars sharing a cell at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're on Tinder or whatever the future equivalent of dating apps will be, and you see someone with a surname Gates, just swipe away. Don't don't accept this. <laughs> Don't accept this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Trug, have you been? Yeah, really good actually. Yeah. Um the I don't I didn't really believe in the whole New Year New Me vibe. Um but it's flying so far. I'm I'm doing pretty good on my old resolutions and stuff. Is that both in fitness and business terms? Um fitness and I'd say fitness and productivity. Yeah. And actually business as well. I've had a few gigs, so yeah, is it's going well. Lovely. What's what are you doing for the fitness then? What's your week <clears throat> plan looking like? Uh so this week, um, it was a run on Monday, lunchtime run, um, followed by a little bit of a gym session in the evening, mm. nothing too hard. Um, and then Tuesday I was meant to be playing football, but we had a instant at my work slash home, which I explain in a minute if you like. And then there was Wednesday. What did I do on Wednesday? 
Uh, I met my friend for a run again. We had a nice casual run where we sort of like chatted um, around the block. And then today uh, I ran, um, I did another run and then I bumped into another friend, walked with her for a couple miles and then ran back from where she was. Cracking on with it then. You're going to be fit as fuck come April. Hopefully, you just got to keep it up. That's the that's the hard thing, isn't it? I'll I'll, I'll I'll do the motivation side of things. You just you just do the actual activities. No, I love that because I can't do that side of it for you. Mm, yeah, but I can do the motivation side. Mm. Grieve. Well, I'll tell or... you what. Oh yeah, go on. Oh, I was just going to say the gym work. Just because I haven't done it in a while, it everything's killing me just for days and days afterwards. <laughs> I bet. What's the worst part? Uh, probably the chest. Yeah. Hmm. Grieve, what have you been doing? I've been thinking about doing a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's been busy week this week, so I haven't actually got out and done much. Um, but yeah, I mean, me, me and Moll have walked more. Um, so I'm getting some steps in, just not a lot of running. Um, but that will, that will definitely come. Um, uh, and yeah, just sort of general other, just, just being moved, just moving about, being active, like on the weekend or last weekend, sorry. Um, I am helping Molly's nan move house, uh, and she's gone from a massive farmhouse, like a three-bed sort of estate house. So there's gonna be a lot of moving, a lot of lugging. Uh, so hopefully that will get me, you know, get the get the blood pumping, which would be nice. Make sure you lift with correct technique. Yeah, bend your back and not your elbows. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's all good. That's all good. Um. Something I did want to say to you boys, um, yeah. I, want, I want to get your perspective on it because it is it is it's quite a diverse like a diverse um, reaction in the old family. Uh, last week, I was round Molly's parents' house, uh, sat on the sofa with a cup of tea, right, chatting away as you do, and we, we spotted a wasp in the room. Yeah. So Molly's mum said to Molly's dad. Would you mind sorting it out? He went um, to have a little investigation while using a. Do you know, like the um, the metal sort of like pan that you get um, for like log burners and stuff, like the sweepy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, the metal ones. Right. right. He took that with him. Heavy <laughs> uh, <laughs> <be> duty. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it gets the job done. Uh, this wasp sensed danger and sort of was hovering in the air. So what Molly's dad decided to do was twat it, right? <laughs> yeah. And he should have replaced Djokovic in the Australian Open <laughs> because this wasp came off this metal with a twang and went straight towards my chest and hit me chest and landed in my lap, right? Still alive and now very angry. <laughs> so a natural reaction is to jump up, right? I had a full cup of tea. So, (laughs) yeah, the tea went all over the floor, up the walls, and the curds. Oh. (laughs) Um, Which, you know, led to the next hour sort of dabbing and mopping and, you know, scrubbing. Um, I think it is Molly's dad's fault for backhanding a wasp in my general direction. He thinks it's my fault for overreacting. Yeah, 100% Molly's dad's fault. Yeah. Isn't it? 100%. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. Like he, I would 
an angry wasp came at me <laughs> at some speed. <laughs> and I should just sit there and go, oh, well, this is normal. I yeah, suppose exactly. it didn't stick in your chest. Bloody Phil the Power Taylor's nailed you with one. The power that he got. He's got a good backhand, as Molly's dad. And this wasp came. Oh, it was unbelievable. It was like in slow mo. Yeah, um, ju- jury's out. It's his fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, he's got no defence at all. You should have. You should have left the house. You shouldn't have cleaned that tea. Well, I felt terrible. To be fair, because <laughs> I was. Uh, I've launched a full cup of tea around your house. You have um, got a dark, a dark cup as well, don't you? That's the thing. If it was milky, it wouldn't be too bad. But it was like proper builders' tea on some cream carpet. Mm. So not great. Um, but I mean, he, he's living off this now. Like he, he calls me the tea tosser. <laughs> um, every time he sees me, um, which is nice of him. Yeah. So yeah, this is it's one of those family stories that will just will last generations. The stains on the carpet are gone, but the stains in his brain are still there. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. I chucked a curry over the floor the other day. It was carnage. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Rodney trying to lick up a sagaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was it was mental. Luckily, we've ordered a carpet cleaner, and that's we've had to get the actual electrical goods on it. Oh dear! Wow, <laughs> proper bad. It's what method do you boys use to get rid of wasps and flies? Do you, do you <clears> go <throat> for the full whack with a metal or hard surface, or are you a flick it with a tea towel and open the window? I got a secret um, technique, and that's get the missus to do it. Okay. I can, I can appreciate that. <laughs> they, they scare me so much. Um, <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> uh, it's just easier. She she would happily cup it and you know go out the window, but I just ah oh, no. I I don't know of anything I'm allergic to. Touch wood. Um, and I've never been stung by a wasp or a bee, and I'm scared that's going to be the one that makes me blow up like a balloon. So. <laughs> I won't go near it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm, so I'm gonna open the window and sort of try and guide it out with a tea towel. Yeah, <clears throat> what I tend to do. Yeah, I'm normally quite calm around wasps. I mean, contrary to the last story. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm again just open the window and sort of let it crack on. Yeah, decent. Um, Griever, have you got your harmonica on you at present? Oh no! You had one job. I'm, one job. I, I'm no. so sorry. Right, we need to juggle Phil. Whilst you go and get that. Fill the time. Fill the time. Mentioned, yeah, the the work and home thing. Do you want to expand on on what you meant by that? You oh yeah, so quite scary yeah. stuff actually. There was a there was a fire in um in the uh, Bourne house that I work in, uh, which is attached to our flat as well. So. Um, we had to evacuate and it, the fire went off or the smoke detectors went off about half three um, in the afternoon. And then I was out there till uh, quarter past six. And yeah. I, I just, I didn't bother with my phone or anything. I just picked up, I picked up the dog and the lead and myself and then went out thinking it was just another drill. You know what schools are like, there's drills all the time. Yeah. Um, so I was in shorts uh, hoodie and me socks and slides <laughs> appropriate nice. teacher wear just wandering yeah. around the school trying to sort out this uh, sort out this fire um, but luckily nobody's hurt um, fire brigade were amazing got there within like three minutes or something Jeez. but quite quite a scary little incident 
yeah, because obviously you live there as well. You live on the on the mm. board, so yeah. it's not just your your workplace that was being burnt down. It could have been your home. Mm. There, there was an interesting moment though, because um, we decided. Well, it was a, it was clear who my favourite pet was because I saved Rodney, but didn't bother with the cat. <laughs> <laughs> she was going to get burnt alive. <laughs> if I had a choice between two things, Rodney and another thing, I would have chose the PS5 as well. <laughs> yeah, that makes complete sense, I think. Yeah, a cat can sort herself out. <laughs> <laughs> right, Grievo's back. So, back, yeah. without further ado, it is time for the Bicky Breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're continuing this. This is, this is all mm. season now. Um, <laughs> who's got a story for this week's breakdown? I'll go first. Okay, I'll go first, so that's okay. Um, it's quite a short story, sort of more of a um, uh, it's like a promotion sort of thing. Um, have you seen that uh, Brew Dog, the brewery? Um, they have joined forces um, with um, I Am Whole UK, which is a mental health charity, uh, to launch Sad Av- Sad AF. So sad as fuck. Uh, which is an alcohol-free beer which raises funds for men's mental health. Oh, I saw this, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen this, but I like it. It's good. Um, a recent study reveals 84% of those struggling with their mental health say January is the hardest month in the year. Hmm. Uh, the majority of those battling mental health illnesses agree it's beneficial to talk about their struggles to friends or family, with 82% of men saying they are more likely to open up over a drink. Brewdog will donate 100% of the profits of Sad AF to I Am Whole's Vital Mental Health Research Fund, which also supports other good causes. It's just a great story. Oh, amazing. Yeah. We've got to get get on that. Yeah. Um, Actually, then, that's made me think of something. It wasn't going to be my story, but it's going to be my story now. Uh, Have you boys watched The Afterlife yet? Season three? Yeah. Or any of it at all? Never watched Afterlife. Incredible. I've seen a bit of it, and I know it's good. I've just not got around to it. Yeah, so it's really good, and I won't, and no spoilers, just in case people haven't watched it yet. But relating to that, Ricky Gervais has teamed up with Calm, who, which is the campaign against living miserably, another mental health theme. And they're putting the one of the big scenes in Afterlife is him and a lady he makes friends with who have both lost their partners. They sit on this park bed sort of thing in front of the graves with their with their lost ones, and they chat, and they become really good friends. So. Yeah, him and Calm are putting a load of benches around the UK, um, which have got a little sort of mental health slogan on for people to just sit down and chat to each other. Just, you know, random people who are oh, on, on, on their walks or their dog walks or whatever. Just find these benches, sit on them and, and have a chat with each other, basically, just to promote just chatting. Not that to have chat about mental health, but just, just chatting in general. I love nice. that. It's nice. Yeah, there's going to be one in Bristol at Ashton Court. I'm definitely going to go and find it when it gets put up. Um, I'm not sure where the other locations are. I might try and find them and put them on the story. Because um, there is a, on Ricky Gervais' Instagram page, there is a picture of where all those benches are going to go. But yeah, I'll try and put that on our story so everyone can see. But yeah, so that's two two good campaigns going on there for, for mental health and to promote chatting, basically. Yeah, fantastic. You could get uh, a sad AF beer, take it to this park bench and chat over a beer as well. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I, I, thought, I thought it was good that it's alcohol-free beer as well. Yeah, so it helps promote because alcohol can accentuate mental health problems. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily a good thing. So yeah, it promotes 
healthy lifestyle, it promotes not getting too drunk and getting upset about certain things, and it promotes just chatting. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was There's... incredible. And I also, I, I love that from Jimmy DeVage, actually. He's quite a massive sort of campaigner for mental health and men, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Definitely yeah. is. And obviously, Afterlife is all about going through grief, which is a very specific type of mental health. So, yeah. Love that. Love that from both of them. Thank you very much, Brewdog and Ricky Gervais. Thank yeah. you. Hit us up That's with great. some free stash. <laughs> Why not? Like what? <laughs> I don't Give know. us a free bench. <laughs> <laughs> free bench? The Bicky bench. Yes. <laughs> So I've got a, um, I've got a little, something a little bit different for you. A, an on this day for you. Oh, and, th- and this is day of release. Day of release, okay. the, the 28th. 8th. Friday, 28th. Yeah. Um, so on this day, Friday, the 28th, um, work began on the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Oh, that's interesting. And I've accompanied, accompanied, how do you say that word? Accompanied. Accompanied? Accompanied, yeah. yeah. A Vincent accompanied. Yeah. Um, this <laughs> with a little uh, little fact about the Eiffel Tower, which I don't know if you boys knew. Um, did you know that the Eiffel Tower was part of one of the biggest cons in history? No. no. So basically, this man... I'll get his name up a sec. Um, Victor Lustig uh, managed to sell the Eiffel Tower twice. Quality. So basically what he did was initially when the Eiffel Tower was first built, uh, people in Paris saw it as an eyesore. Um, It was, you know, what is it? It's a pylon essentially. Um, And it was hard to maintain and hard to paint. And it was just taking up loads of funds in Paris and everything. Um, so he jumped on this and he managed to get a load of scrap merchants together um, in a fancy hotel in Paris looking at the Eiffel Tower and basically said that I am the commissioner of the Eiffel Tower, but it's not worked for us. I need to sell it to you. Um, and then they were going to take it down and then use the scrap metal essentially yeah um so all these guys were like amazing and then this guy victor managed to jump on the weakest member of the the bunch um and then he went to him individually and said right i'm willing to take a bribe for for the highest bid yeah i mean if you if if you give me a decent bribe i i will i will give you the eiffel tower and this uh, this guy scrap metal merchant millionaire guy um gave him a gave him a bid of 70,000 francs which i looked up and that's about 800,000 pounds in uh today's money like nearly a million yeah. as well. <laughs> um and then sold him the Eiffel tower and escaped to austria um and then second time he tried to do it again from austria to a load of Americans, but then the police caught hold of this the second time round. Yeah. Uh, old Victor was thinking that this guy that bought it originally would be too embarrassed to say anything to the police, but he did. Uh, so the police got in, and then he escaped to America to then avoid that. What a genius. That's Good class. that. Yeah, I love that. I'm, I'm watching a lot of Money Heist at the moment. I'm well into that. Yeah. I, did you ever see Hustle when that used to Yeah. Be? I mean, they, yeah, they hustle. Good. It's obviously, yeah, con artists that sell huge things like that. 
and they don't believe that that can genuinely happen. But clearly, no. obviously, it was a long time ago. I don't think it would happen nowadays. I don't think anyone could sell like the Eiffel Tower now. Well, but... back then, it was just it was just paper. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, yeah, this was. Oh, what was the, what was the date of it? I gave you on uh, eighteen eighty seven. The work began, and then he tried to sell it in nineteen twenty five. Oh Christ! So, yeah, little little story for you. I, like I can that. give you. I can give you another on this day if you like. Yes, please. I like. This is a feature of season three. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> on this day, <laughs> all, all these on this, well, all this on this, on these days, like just lead on to something else that's more interesting than the thing that happened on the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but did you know on this day in eighteen oh seven? Um, London's Pall Mall was the first street lit by gaslight. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, no. Look at this. But then... The more, more you know. More importantly, uh, 80 years later or something, um, the first town lit by electric lights was what town? Taunton. The mighty Taunton. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Taunton's claim to fame, that. That is a big claim to fame. Do you want another on this day? <laughs> <laughs> go on, yeah, go, on, go, on. go on. on. Okay. In 1671, Welsh pirate Henry Morgan captures <laughs> Panama City uh, from the Spanish defenders. Oh. That was because you didn't come in with the harmonica. <laughs> oh, I can't do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Bit of a rubbish pirate name, that isn't it, Henry Morgan, but a very Welsh name. Is he, is he Captain Henry Morgan? Did did he make the rum? Oh, oh, I've got a picture of him here. Actually, he does look a bit like Captain Morgan. Maybe that's the one. That's did Captain we, Morgan. Did mate. we just find Captain Morgan? How is Captain Morgan Welsh? I'm sorry, <laughs> that's a joke. Our <laughs> pirates Welsh? That's not a thing, is it? No, I don't know. When when was Wales recognised as Wales? I, I honestly don't know. Right, but this one could let us know. <laughs> right, but whose ship is that pirate by? <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you boys were going to be a pirate, what would be your pirate name and um, attachment? Every every pirate's got an attachment, haven't they? Like eye yeah. patch, hook, mm. wooden leg, fire beard. Pirate I gr- gruesome griever. Gruesome Grievo, nice. Yeah, and I'd have um, a monkey. I thought a monkey. I have a monkey on the shoulder. Oh yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'll, go, you... I'll go with bastard Vicky. Oh, bastard Vicky! Here he comes, old <laughs> bastard. Yeah, you're bastard Vicky. Seven seas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, be, I'd be a peg leg. I think. Oh, nice. <laughs> Um, I think it would only be appropriate if I had a if I had a fire beard. Yeah. Um, being that I've got a ginger beard anyway, and I'll be called uh, Beardo Bennett. <laughs> Here comes Beardo Bennett. Here Bennett. <laughs> uh, Beardo Bennett. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Me and Grievo would be the nasty pirates taking over shit. Yeah. And then you just got 
Beardo Bennett. Just, <laughs> just floating around, just enjoying life. Honestly. Yeah, the town drunk. <laughs> knocking about. A bit of a Jack Sparrow vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could go for that. Uh, right, well, that ends the uh, Bicky breakdown. I'm... <laughs> I'm sorry that we're not very good at like planning and timing and stuff yeah. but summit must have come over us on this season because we said that we were gonna do the bicky breakdown till seven it is dead on seven yeah we smashed Pretty it good. we just got one thing to talk about before we bring in a special guest for part two um i said to you boys to think of two absolute bangers to put on to the Bicky podcast playlist, Bicky's Bangers. Because as Grievo said, tomorrow we are driving to Plymouth. So it'd be nice if we could listen to the Bicky Bangers playlist on the way down. And we haven't really touched it for a while. Um, and I'm just worried there's not enough songs to get us all the way there. So I think two each, six more songs, will make sure the whole journey is filled with Bicky's Bangers. Who would like to go first with their first banger? Um... I've I've gone down the route of rather than a banger, sort of just like a, a cruise song, you know, one that's getting the car, just yeah, like it, yeah, rocking at sort of seventy five eighty and just chilling. Yeah. Um. So it is by a man of the name of Nelly. Oh. <laughs> oh. And the song is just a dream. Oh. Yes. Disgusting nice. well, little one. Old school. Yeah. Secondary school vibes. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. We'll have that. Obviously, we won't be doing seventy-five, eighty. We'll be doing seventy because we set the speed limit on this uh, podcast. Yeah, but um, <laughs> great, Chug. First banger. I've got. Um, as you know, I'm into my like more like indie songs. Um, yes. One of my favourites, uh, favourite all-time songs, is "Not Nineteen Forever" by the Cortinas. I don't recognise that. I'll probably recognise when I hear it. You'll so, recognise when you hear it. Yeah. It's a, it's a good jam. I look forward to that one coming on. I, I know if you know the Cortinas. Yeah, definitely. I'm not great on song names, to be fair. I just know the tunes. But I look forward to that one. 100%. Um, I am going to go cheese then. Um, whereas we haven't got uh, this absolute legend. I don't think we've got this absolute legend on our playlist yet. Um, it is the one and only Justin Bieber. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and I'm gonna go with a massive throwback featuring Nicki Minaj, Beauty and a Beat. What a tune! Yes, oh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's just gonna come on. We're just gonna lose our shit, absolutely lose our shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's glorious, that is. yes, Grievo, your second one. I have also gone for a bit of cheese. I've, I, I can't work out which one I want, um, so I'm gonna get make you boys decide. I've got two, uh, yeah. and they're both from uh, Pop Idol. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, we have got a choice of Will Young, Evergreen, yes. <laughs> okay. or Darius, Colorblind. <sighs> mm, I, I do like a bit of Will Young, I can't lie. Mm. Should we go Will Young? I was going to go Darius. Oh, uh, it comes down to Grieva. Or, no, I can't put it to a vote because it'd be too late. No. Um, yeah. Grieva, it's going to have to be you, mate. It's going to have to be you. Uh, I, th- I think 
more well known than probably Will Young, isn't it? But if I see these two songs, the first one I start singing is Darius Colorblind. <laughs> so well, I think we're going to have to stick Darius in. I'll accept the feet. Uh, they're both bangers, to be fair. So Feeling yellow. <laughs> <laughs> what a tune. <laughs> oh, Chug, you're second. Um, I've got another indie banger for you then. Yeah. We've had some cheese. Um, and another shower playlist song from uni. Uh, featured quite a lot and also a song which me and Ridley love on a road trip um, and it's If You Got The Money by Jamie T oh what a tune. yeah I like that yeah. yeah big one yes Jamie T is so underrated yeah yeah, yeah yes. Um, I'm going to end it with throwing it back to the 80s we're going this far back never too oh. much never too much this is just huge a huge huge song um when i say the artist you'll already know what song i'm on about it's toto yes (laughs) and it's africa what a banger (laughs) we've already got hold the line on the playlist yeah Yeah. who would have thought that toto is the most featured band on our playlist Uh, I cannot wait to listen to this playlist on the way down to Plymouth. That's great. Um, yeah, let's finish part one. Have a quick drinks break. We have a special guest coming your way um, and a special style of episode. Not a style we've not tried before. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But see you in a little bit. <laughs> You are listening to The Bicky Podcast. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If you haven't already, please send us some feedback to thebickypodcast at hotmail.com and even give, off, give us a follow on Instagram at thebickypodcast. But for now, back to this week's episode. Enjoy. And we are back in to part two of the second episode of season three. And as I said in uh, part one, we are joined by our special friend for his first appearance on season three, Mr. Brookback. How are you, my friend? Not too bad, thank you. Uh, how are you, boys? I'm good, yeah. Good to be here, mate. Oh, excited. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a good Christmas? Uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, had to do all the rounds, seeing the family, spent Christmas Eve and Christmas Day at mine. And then spent Boxing Day all the way up to New Year's at Emily's. So balancing families. But I'm at that age now. That's what it is now. <laughs> yeah. You've got to make time for everyone. But yeah. Yeah. It's not a relaxing day, Christmas Day. No, not anymore. No. Best present? Oh, best present. Um, not, not, I would say, the most expensive one. But the one I've, I'm using every single day is my new dressing gown. Because, yes. oh, I love it. because love Emily got it from John Lewis because Ooh. she works at Waitrose, so she gets a discount. And I'll tell oh, you this okay. now. Oh, I don't have it on me, so you boys can't see. But this thing is like walking on clouds. It's so soft. And every single morning now, it's just that out of bed, dressing gown on, walking around the house with it. Feel I love bit... that, to be fair. So that I is... kind of tended to chug it in a little bit of a way because I remember Chug used to have a dressing gown occasionally. Yeah, I do like a dressing gown. I've got two. <laughs> you, do, you do that, you know, yeah. You're a dressing gown man. 
Mm. <laughs> what did you do at New Year? New Year's. Oh God, I don't remember that far back. Well, you boys <laughs> might have seen it. There was a there was a fake fake Facebook post because uh, we were at Emily's parents' house and she had a little bit of uh, her family come down, and my phone was designated music, not me choosing the music before Sam gets worried. It was I was just playing the playlist that was already been pre-designed. What a shite new year that was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so what what if um one of the family members got hold of my phone and put a, uh, a fake uh pregnant announcement post which hit my Facebook for about I think eight minutes and I got quite a lot of likes uh, likes and a lot of congratulations um which then was awkwardly having to explain that at work and also at my basketball <laughs> team that me and Emily are not pregnant. <laughs> oh. so that was fun. Did Mandy see it? She did. Didn't she was not it. impressed. I think I think the oh what what is that? The the text I got from my dad is what Tosser thought that was funny. (laughs) I'd have to agree with him, (laughs) too. They weren't impressed. Yeah, no, it's all fine. And what Tosser was it? It was Emily's stepsister's boyfriend. Uh... Name and shame. Come on, full name. Uh, Tom Chapman. Uh, He's in... (laughs) I'm actually going for it. Yeah. Uh, he sells air conditioning units for a living. So if you run into a man called Tom Chapman and uh, he's a bit cockney, he's selling you a, a, like air conditioning units. Don't take it from him. What a I bet tosser. he's a cool guy, isn't he? He's not oh. really, no. <laughs> so that, that was terrible. Stepsister's partner. Yes. That's just that's not a close enough link to the family to make that sort of joke, I don't think. You've got to earn the uh, right to do things like that. And the step, yeah. stepsister, not even a full blood sister, and their partner. No. So even further away from the family. Mm. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but there you go. So it was a bit of fun on New Year's. Well, a bit of fun for them on New Year's. But apart from that, yeah, just had a couple drinks, uh, put on some music. And that was about it, really. It seems to be about right at this age these days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right, so... We have got you on for a very specific reason. Um, you are the teacher of the group. Yes. Um, and the three of us would like to find out if we are smarter or as smart as 10-year-olds. Okay. So you are uh, going to quiz us. And obviously, listeners, join in as you listen. Um, yeah. Can we find out if we're smarter than a 10-year-old? I'm already betting no. Uh, yeah, I'm getting <laughs> as well. I will Could say... We- I have made. I have chosen questions that I was like, because obviously there, there's the typical kind of ones you can go for that were easy. So these, these are ones that will test your knowledge. Oh. But still, but still, my year fours do know. Can we do? Um, are you smarter than say a, a, a seven or six year old? Please. <laughs> I'm not I, sure. I can. I can. That would have to be another part, unfortunately. Oh, well, to be fair, you're, you're, if you're year four, no, and that is about seven, isn't it? Nine, uh, isn't it? Nine. Uh, eight and nine. Yeah. There you go. Are you smarter than nine year old? <laughs> <laughs> Still no. <laughs> right, right. So, so Jamie, Mr. Would, would, would you mind introducing the show and saying the show's name, please? Okay. So, welcome to the Brooking Podcast. And 
we are about to do Are You Smarter Than a Nine Year Old? Yes. You don't know this yet, but uh, you'll find out on the first episode, which is last week, by the time this gets released. Um, Greedo has the harmonica and it's now used for our jingles. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sorry. Uh, Take over. Right. I shall let you know. So there are three rounds of five questions, so 15 overall. I'm not going to tell you all of the rounds yet. I'm going to tell you them as we get to them because I think that'll be a little bit of a nice surprise. I need a pen and paper. Yeah, you're most likely (laughs) going to need pen and paper. would help. Unless you want to remember all of them. Right, so to start off with, we sort of start, sort of start with the easier of the rounds. We're going to go for maths and English. Oh, okay. Nah, English is well difficult in primary school. So also with the maths questions, I'm going to give you, I would say, roughly about 20 to 30 seconds to answer it. <laughs> so, Do I get extra points for sharing my work in, sir? You will do, <laughs> yes. Does, does Chuck get 20 percent extra time? Unfortunately, no. Yeah. I do need that. If you go, if you go into a separate room, Chuck, <laughs> it's okay. Have it's you okay. Got your got... ThinkPad on you. I was going to say he's got his ThinkPad, so he should be okay. And I won't, I won't accept the reasoning of I don't know how to spell it. So we'll have to just see where we go from there. <laughs> right? Is everyone ready? Yes. Yeah. Can I just Listen, say, I... pay attention. I don't have any of those things, but boys, look how sharp this pencil is. Oh, look at that. <laughs> That's bloody brutal, that. That's a sharp pencil, yeah. Car. Right, go on. <laughs> already, already playing, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, number one. Uh, we're going to get out of the way early for you, Chuck. We're going to ask to spell a word. Oh, shit. Yes. Can you spell rhythm? Rhythm. Like it is rhythm, a year four common exception word, so it's a word they are expected to know how to spell. Um. Yeah, I'm in there. That's easy. That's easy. Okay. Come on. I'm bottling under the pressure here. No, that don't look right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm writing in Welsh. <laughs> Bit of poppity ping. Poppity ping. Good, good word. Yes, great the word. Best, the best Welsh word ever. <laughs> right, so whilst, uh, whilst we're letting Chug have a think with that one, I'll, uh, I'll venture on to the next one. It's going to be a maths question for the next one. Yeah. So uh, something that we expect them to be able to do is divide a three-digit number by a one-digit number. So the question oh, I'm going to ask, question I'm going to ask for you, is can you divide nine hundred and eighty-seven by three? Oh my! God. What sort of question? Yes, is that? yes, I can, I can, I can. It's now I will, I will give hints. Uh, if you will remember back in school, there was a method called the bus stop method. I've done that, that would that would be my suggestion Don't for you to do. It. Well, I've, I've written, I've done the, I've got the bus stop here. It's in the old noggin. I don't remember what happens next. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Fuck the bus stop, spit the number up. Right. Um, I was interested. I was like, I was like, if I go for like long division or like anything like that, it's like, I wonder if it'll trip them up. What was that number again, please? 987 divided by three. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, sir. Give me something hard, yeah? And I will oh. say, I worked all to, to make sure I could do it in case you boys didn't want to work it, like couldn't work out on the paper and stuff like that. I was able to do all of these in my head. So I did know you can do it. All right, show off. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm teaching it. I hope I know it. Ooh. <laughs> Come on. 
Right. Okay. We'll move on to number three. I've given you long enough on the long division. Okay. <laughs> just for the viewers at home, just so you know, Percy and Sam are both looking up at me occasionally. I've just seen the top of Chug's head the whole entire time. <laughs> Pardon? Sorry. <laughs> okay, it's number twenty percent extra time. Yeah. <laughs> Can you explain to me what is an onomatopoeia? Hang on, I'm, I'm... it's a word. It's a word. What, what is the meaning of it? <laughs> oh. It's that, isn't it? It's that. That. Yeah. Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> Bang. Sorry. It's also a very difficult word to spell, so I've had to double check on many occasions whenever I'm putting signs up or writing on my boards that I'm spelling it correctly. I've, I've described it in a very long-winded way. Okay, I'll give you the <laughs> short-winded answer. Okay. Chuck's <laughs> on question one. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm questioning whether... Rhythm, is... Chuck, rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you given it a good go, Chug? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Chug. It's okay. Once we get past this round, uh, I think there's going to be a couple questions in there ready for right up your street. Okay. Number four. Yes. Can you... Uh, also, as we talked about dividing three-digit numbers by a one-digit number, they also have to be able to multiply a three-digit number by a one-digit number. So can you do the sum of 736 times 7. 736 times 7? Oh, I think Chug's dropped out. And just for the listeners at home, this is when Chug is uh, asked to take a toilet break and he's left yeah. the room. <laughs> Chug has dropped out. He's got to go and get a toilet key. <laughs> he's got to get his hall pass before we can they've go probably, and do They've it. probably got to have chaperones. At the Here he is. He's only back. Sorry, I lost contact with you there. Can you repeat question four, please? 736 multiplied by seven. So you think eight-year-olds do this? <laughs> yeah. Not in their head, but yeah. Well, yeah, they, they'll, they'll write it out, but they know how to do it. By seven, that's a lot. Bloody that is, an, a, right. is a number. Yes, Percy, you are correct with that. So, um, yeah. This I'm on my phone here, so I could just use a calculator. You could, but that would be cheating, and it would be against, <laughs> it would be against the moral moralness of the quiz. Three, the moral moralness. <laughs> <laughs> Words elude me. Okay, it's late. It's a Thursday, uh, seven of the week. I'm tired. Okay. Where's Rachel Riley when you need her? <laughs> oh yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a pee, please, Rachel. <laughs> I'll have two from your top. <laughs> yes, please. Um, I'm just going to put a random number down. I love it. What, what, what kind of number are you thinking, Percy? At least a six-digit number. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm not going that high. <laughs> <laughs> right, and we will move on to the last question of oh, this round. I think I've bloody got it. Oh, I'm interested to see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Last question of the maths and English round. Can you explain to me what is the difference between a metaphor and a simile? Yes. <sighs> it's going to be long-winded, uh, but yes. And again, I'll give it to you in a short-winded answer, so that's fine. <laughs> oh, God, so thanks. to end off the first round, can you explain to me what is the difference between a simile and a metaphor? <laughs> 
And then we'll go for all the answers. We'll top up the scores and we'll keep it going so we know where everyone is. And we'll know who, who's going to get the golden star and who's going to be asked to come back after class. I, I really hope the listeners are shouting the answers in their cars right now. And they're just sat in traffic jams shouting answers. <laughs> I mean, it's an interactive quiz. What can we say? Lucas, Lucas definitely is. He's just shouting. <laughs> just, he just shouts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have we all got pens down? No, no, no. Sorry, sir. Hold on. I'm re- I'm, not... I'm remathing. <laughs> I'm yes, not writing out number five. I'm not writing out number five. But you're going to explain it, are you? I think so. Yeah. I've got it, but it's okay. not written down. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Number one. <laughs> Who would like to propose me an answer? Well, I <laughs> I'm thinking that. Uh, Sam Percy got it. I think mine's totally wrong, so um, I will go, and then you boys can correct me. I guess. Yes. <laughs> right. I'm going. R. Good start. Yes. H. Oh. Four. Yeah. Keep going. Y. Yes. Yeah. This is where I got confused. At first, I just followed that up with U M. I'm thinking that that's not right. Right up. Um, right up. <laughs> so I've gone T H E M. Oh! oh Chug, you've added in an extra letter. Oh, what, what have I done? Oh, there's no E? There's, there's no, no E. e. There's oh. no E. You almost had it. I'm impressed, Chug. I'm there, impressed. Are no, there, are, there are no vowels in rhythm, which makes it uh, interesting. I went with them. Rhythm. Rhythm. Right there. there you go. To the rhythm. Uh, I'm going to do his bobsled time. Have you seen that the Jamaican bobsled say. team has made the next Olympics? Yeah. yeah. First, yeah. first time in 24 years or something. Loved that. First time since the film. One of the um, one of the guys in it is English, but Jamaican dad, I think. Um. So, yeah, it'll be one to sport for us. Go on, boys. Yes. There we go. Brits abroad. Uh, Sam and Percy, I'm assuming you both got that. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, yes. double checking. Okay, number two. Uh, 987 divided by three. 329. Yeah. Oh, I got 309. I mean, there there is a correct answer out there, and it is 329. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Because what you've got to remember, Chuck, is it's how yeah, many Yeah, I can see it now you... that, that nine... Nine threes aren't eighty-seven. I can see that. <laughs> oh, Chug, you're well stupid, man. <laughs> it's um because you did the right thing, Chug. You put it into the bus stop, so you've got to see how many times you can put three into eight, and they obviously you can only do it twice. So then the two carries over to the seven. So then three times nine is then twenty-seven. So that's where is where you obviously get the nine. I, so I I wrote the bus stop to make myself feel better. And then I did the rest in my head, and then somehow come up with that. <laughs> so not too bad, not too bad. Okay, number three. Who would like to explain to me what is an onomatopoeia word? It's a word. It's a word. What sounds like it is? Yes. Well done, Percy. So for the listeners at home, if we're talking about a bang, if you hear a bang, it's it's spelt how you would hear it. So therefore, it's an onomatopoeia. Pop. Pop. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> that works. Okay, uh, Chug, did you get that? Yeah, I got that. Point on the oh, board. No. Nice. There we go. 
Okay, number four. Seven times 736. Sam's, Sam's looking confident, so I'll let yeah. him go for this one. 5,322. That's incorrect. Oh, I've, no! Is it, is it 5,152? That's what I've got. That is correct. Yes! <laughs> what did I do wrong? Sam, you were like top set maths, wouldn't you? Bad man. <laughs> Get back to set three, bruv. <laughs> um, have a look, Sam. I'm guessing you didn't exchange correctly because the seven times seven would be 49. Then when you've obviously got the four left over to go into the column, then when you've done the seven times three, that's going to be 21. So then you add the two to the nine, which would then put it into the one. And then you've got another one left over as well. So then when you've done the seven times six would be 42, you've then got that left over. I did exchange, 30... bro. Yeah, I did thirty-six <laughs> times. Thirty-six times seven is four hundred twenty-two. So... Why have we not just gone individual digits? Work it out one by one. I just tried to be a you... big man. <laughs> Bit off more than you can chew, there, son. Yeah, I yeah, am sorry, boys. I dropped the ball on that one, Sam. I thought well, it was sure. going to be. Well, I'm a... in this class, man. I'm too smart. <laughs> okay, last one, and I want Percy's long-winded answer for this one. Can you explain to me what is the difference between a simile and a metaphor? No, I've managed to shorten it down, actually. Okay. Simile is where you say something is like something. A metaphor is something is actually something. Well done, Percy. You couldn't give a better definition than that. Yeah. Yeah. Promote me, then. I don't, the, the other two were very quiet. I don't know whether that was <laughs> well, a... Well, I just... My my brain didn't make it that short. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was going a long way around on the whole metaphor <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put a simile when you say like a fish or a metaphor is as big as a fish ah i'll allow it yeah yeah see there you go so well done boys top up your scores and then we'll find out what the pecking order is looking like at the moment firstly i already know that you what you've got yeah boy uh jamie did your school do participation medals (laughs) um (laughs) we do uh, participation certificates Okay, I wouldn't mind one of that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say I also won all of our lockdown quizzes, so Yeah, you yeah. you do like a quiz, do I you? Do, I do like a quiz, yeah. <laughs> you do like a quiz. Right, okay, Percy, you uh top of the class with five? Yes. Sam? I got four. A four, okay. A, a respectable three for me. Respectable three. So still all to play for as we're going into the final rounds. Now this is where it's going to get a little bit more difficult because obviously we've got our core subjects. We just had our maths and English. Normally what typically you'll have in the morning. And as we're getting later on into our school day, we start to go into our more curriculum topical based subjects. So there's going to be a question from a different subject and all this round. So this is the topic round. Ooh, I, like I will it. tell you the subject before we start. And there is a question relating to that subject. Obviously there. Boys, I just had major deja vu at that moment, which makes me think that I've been here already and I've seen the answers. <laughs> <laughs> five out of five. Just write it down okay. now. Five out of five. Yeah. yeah. Chuck, do you just put your answers down? I won't even say it. Okay. Sweden. <laughs> you love to go Sweden. Uh, that's, always a, <laughs> that's always a go-to, Sweden. Do you know, the Tudors. A... <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chuck. Uh, even though you said Sweden, there was part of me I wanted to put a Scandinavia question in there, so you would not have been far off <laughs> if you'd put Sweden. But there isn't, so we're going to move on. Okay, 
first question is a science-related question. Okay. Okay. In an electrical electrical circuit diagram, what would you draw to represent a buzzer? Oh fuck! So uh, I'm not giving you what's a light bulb look like or what's a battery. I I want one of the symbols out there that is a little bit more tricky. And my year fours do know this. So what would you draw to represent a buzzer in an electrical circuit diagram? I've winged this. I actually don't know that. <laughs> I can't even oh. draw. So I've described it because I'm on the phone. So I've just described it. Okay. Do I go simple or do I go technical? I'm going simple. <laughs> <laughs> I also would like Chug and Sam, because they can, to show me their pictures of their, of their symbols when they've done it. Of course, yeah. Okay. Okay, number two. We're going to move on to history now. In Greek mythology, Athens is said to get its name from the Greek goddess Athena, which also was in Marvel as well, but then there you go. That's another sidetrack. But can you tell me what gift did she give the people of Athens? It's very famous to this day. It is in the centre of the city. That is my hint to you. Oh, like an actual gift, like a proper like. Well, she gave a gift to the city, and it is in the middle of Athens to right. this day. So it's not like she gifted hope; it's like an actual thing. No, it's an actual object that she gave. Um. Okay. I I don't know. Thing is, with an object, somebody's made it and put it there. I'll say so... objects. I'll say object slash thing. Doesn't help. Uh, I know, but <laughs> oh, no. I did think this was going to be the uh, the round that would trip you all up. Okay, moving on. Number three, we're going to move over to the faithful religious education. Jesus. Okay. In what religion would you find the god Garnish? Garnish. <laughs> Ganesh. Garnish. Ganesh, yeah, Ganesh. I thought I just heard mm. a joke there. Uh... Oh yeah, you meant that, did you, sir? Bloody <laughs> <laughs> Garnish. Right. Yeah, Ganesh, sorry. I'll 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 say it again. Of what god would you find uh Ganesh? <laughs> Goodish, Gurnin. I don't know. Oh, Gurnish is on the Mandy, so he's Gurnish. <laughs> Muslim's not a language, is it? It's not a religion, is it? Okay, Muslim, Muslim is. Moving is on it? to number four, and I will say this now: if one person in this podcast right now does not get this answer i think their significant other is going to be very upset with them god it's language spanish it? fucking knew it i knew it, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> what is the word for red oh i don't actually know it <laughs> <laughs> i've started my duolingo i know i know bread i know milk i know apples um do not leave the room, Sam. To come manzana. I eat apples. But no, I don't know red. <laughs> just for the listeners at home, I'm currently looking. And <laughs> Sam has just pulled out a Spanish book and is currently flicking through it. 501 Spanish verbs. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, red is not a verb. So, well, red. 
I know it in French. Yeah, I know it in French. I think I've gone with the French. I'm going to go with a wine. So am I, yeah. Mm. Oh, I am now that you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Merlot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Number five, which is going to be finishing off this round with geography. Okay. Now, not just it's not talking about places and stuff like that. It's also talking about economies and different things that happen inside countries. And I found this fact very interesting, and the kids know it, and it's something that they can remember. What meat in the UK is 100% self-sufficient? So we grow it here. We don't import any of this meat into the country of the UK or the countries. Meat? So what meat is 100% self-sufficient? I think I know it. Um, we import none of it to the UK. Is it is it a big hitter, or is it? It, it, Everyone has heard of this meat. Yes. Well, we've heard of a lot of meat. So, what I mean is, it is it one of the big three? It is one that I would not be surprised to see in a roast dinner. And I don't know it. Nah, I'm I'm taking my answer. That's my one hip to you. Fuck it. It's got to be that. Let's, let's, do, that. let's do that. Okay. Have we all put down our answers? Are we ha- well? I was about to say, are we happy with them? But have we finished them? Yeah, finished. Yeah, yeah we're good. Okay. Number one, science. The symbol for a buzzer. Would anyone like to hazard a guess? Right. So, <laughs> first of all, I started off with that, which is essentially okay. a little dome with a Harry Potter scar in, and then I've gone. <laughs> With a line with a circle with a B in it, the buzzer. Okay, I I too have gone the circle with a B in it. Sam, I, I've gone more of the uh, the tit route, uh, and gone for like a circle with a dot in the middle of it and like two lines coming out of the side. Okay, I will say, Chug and Percy, yours was the closest to an electrical symbol, but you're thinking of a motor. Because oh. the motor has the M in the middle. Oh. The buzzer does not. So the the way the buzzer is, it's a half circle, so a semicircle, where the semicircle is facing down and two lines comes out from it from the bottom. Interesting. There oh. you okay. Go. okay. Okay. Number two, in history in Greek mythology, what gift did Athena give to Athens? Sam. I've gone for the amphitheater. Interesting. Yeah, I've gone Colosseum, similar route. I've gone Colosseum, yeah. Okay, is an olive tree. Oh, oh fuck off. Fucking shit, that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not still there, is it? Well, it might not be the same tree, but there is still an olive tree in the middle of Athens oh, to the So day. it's not there, is it? Bloody <laughs> <laughs> Athens County Council did it. <laughs> obviously, it's horticultural base. It's a bloody woman. Yeah, that's bloody like the Okay. Every road you drive on, the Romans made. The council will do it every 20 years. <laughs> it's not the same road. It's like Trigger and Sprush. Yeah, I was about to say, that's the, the scene I thought of. It's like, new broom. It's like, nah, it's the same broom. Just had 20 different heads and 50 different handles. <laughs> Joke of a question. <laughs> okay. Uh, number three. In what religion would you find the god Ganesh? <laughs> <laughs> I went Hinduism. Yeah, me too. I Sikhism. It's Hindu. Hindu, Hindu, Hindu. Get a point back. Okay. Number four. What is the word for red in Spanish? Rose? I got rose. rose. 
Rioja. When Shiraz. Okay. Now I'm. You might. You might have to call uh, Molly up just to double check, but it's spelt like Rojo. Oh. So R O J O, and I don't want to say it because I know most likely know I will pronounce it wrong. And I said it. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to so, apologize to Molly? No. <laughs> oh, I'd be really bad. Just for everyone at home, uh, Molly is a Spanish teacher, so uh, Sam should be getting that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number five, geography. What meat in the UK is 100% self-sufficient? I've got beef. 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 Pig. Pork. Beef. Is lamb. Is oh. it? It is lamb. Oh, I've got zero. Bloody that was the hell. first thing I thought of, because there's loads of lambs everywhere. Yeah, but, but then, I, then I thought on New Zealand and thought we might import some from there. Hmm. That's why I crossed lamb off. Mm, there you go. I initially went fish. I went duck before, <laughs> before he said. No, no, no. Because we, we, we before he said roast. Yeah, we do a lot of fishing. Don't we? We're good at fish. Yeah, before he said roast, yeah, I was but... duck. <laughs> I was like, I've never thought of a duck in a different country. <laughs> this is so you know, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily get, say that we grow ducks here. You don't grow lambs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's not really fish, though, is it? Because fishes are swimming around everywhere. It just depends where they get caught. No, because you, you catch it within the UK waters. Yeah, but, that, yeah, but well, that's so not you, us you growing think the it. The whole there, of the UK is that, like, because there's only certain types of fish that are around this area. You'd be surprised. We've got quite plentiful fish. <laughs> You'd be very I'll surprised. Go, I'll go away and double check that I'm. Yeah. Gen- generally, fishing is a big industry in the UK. We do it a lot. Right, I'm not <laughs> saying that, but what I'm saying is all of the fish. <laughs> think, think of a fish now that you've eaten in a restaurant that won't come from UK waters. I, I uh, don't know where they source their meat from. To be lobster. Grow in the UK. <laughs> Grow it. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, boys. Yeah, there's massive the lobster farms in Scotland. Anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> I'm just picturing Grievo by the Seven Bridge, like with this fish in the water, picking out a salmon, <laughs> taking it home. Actually, sir, the Y River, which leads into the salmon, uh, there's a into the salmon into the Seven. Uh, there's a uh, a fishery on there which catches salmon, which my great uncle owns. So fuck you, salmon fishing <laughs> in the Seven. Uh, yes. Can you eat swordfish? Yeah, it's not yeah. a sword bit. No, but I'm just saying, is is that near the UK? Or like, do they happen to live around this area? Don't know. <laughs> no, is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, Percy, well, I'm at zero, so I'm still on five. Still on five, Sam. I got one, so I'm on five as well. Ooh. I got one. So on four. Oh, this is bitches. Yeah. All to play for coming down to the final round. And for the love of God, please do not tie at the end because I have not thought of a tiebreaker question. Okay. We are moving on to the last round now. I thought, obviously, we've gone through, we've done our core subjects, we've now done our sort of curriculum subjects. And I was then thinking, I was like, what can I make as a final round? And I thought to myself, there's a lot of terminology, the lot of knowledge that these nine-year-olds know about their current affairs and things that they're interested in. 
and things <laughs> I've picked up because they talked to me about it. So I thought I'd ask you five questions that nine-year-olds have taught me about certain things that they're into, and you're going to answer them. <sighs> I like, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Good round. Okay. So, and don't get me wrong, there are a couple in here which I'm pretty confident you should be able to get points. Okay. Number one. The term someone is sus comes from what game? Sussed. Someone is sus. Oh, I know what it means. I don't know what game it came from. Oh, Sam looks very confident. Yeah, I've got a 10-year-old sister. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on! (laughs) Oh, what game? The fact that Sam knows him, sister, is pointing me towards a different game. I'm going to put a game down, but I don't think nine-year-olds play in it. You'll be surprised what nine-year-olds play, mate. Yeah, I don't think they're playing this. (laughs) (laughs) Right, are we ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay, number two. Complete the sentence. Can somebody give me... That's all I'm giving you, okay? Yeah, yeah. Can somebody give me... I'll say this now. It is repeated around our school. Continuously. Oh, yes. I've (laughs) not got a bing. (laughs) But... (laughs) What? (laughs) Percy's <laughs> so confused. Um, I feel I feel like Sa- Sam's got a little bit of an advantage here, and he's come- and he's sneaking in. Yeah, behind. a little bit. Oh, cheeky! <laughs> <laughs> okay, nine-year-olds are definitely not doing that. Moving on to number three, and this is a really weird one, by the way. I don't understand why they know this. Um, there's a f- my class especially seem to be really into Peppa Pig. I don't know why. Okay, <laughs> And one of the facts they have told me is how tall Daddy Pig is. So can you tell me? To the near- I'm going to be nice. You're going to be nice. To the nearest foot. Okay, I'm not going to ask for the inches. Okay, To the nearest foot, how tall is Daddy Pig? I th- yeah. I will have to accept the actual answer. I'm not going to give one either way. Okay. I'm surprised you won't ask for the inches because nine-year-olds need to learn that every inch does count. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd be um, nice. I was like, otherwise, you just that's just an impossible question that you boys would get. I'm still I'm, thinking I'm of question two, just man. Trying to picture <laughs> an actual pig on their hind legs standing up <laughs> <laughs> and how tall it'd be. Uh. Yeah, no, it's, it's one where they were telling me. I was like, are you sure? And then obviously when you hit an old Google... I've, seen, on, yeah, I've seen a meme of it before. Yeah. I just can't, I can't remember the exact number. And it's just, it is one of those questions where I'm sh- I can hear my parents saying, like, it's pointless information that they just know, but they do know it. <laughs> right, okay. So Moving on to number four. And th- this, this one, I would say, is the most promising one I think you boys would get because I'm sure you've all played the game before. If I was going to make a diamond pickaxe in Minecraft, what materials would I need and how would I create it? I've never played that game. I had friends friends at school, so I've never played this game. (laughs) How would you create it? So I'll give you a little bit of a hint. So when you're in Minecraft, you have what's called a crafting bench where you create different tools and everything. What is the layout you would need to put to create a diamond pickaxe? And I'll give you a hint. One of the things you need is in its name. 
I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me about RuneScape. Okay. Right. And I'll move on to the last one. And I know for an absolute guarantee, all of us have played this one. But the question might be a little bit difficult. Now, we all play Fortnite. We have played Fortnite. Okay. Yeah. Now, recently, there's been a new update, which has been the talk of the classroom during break times. There's recently been a dinosaur that has now been put on the map. But what I want to know is what is, what is the name of this dinosaur? For fuck's <laughs> oh. I think I might know it. Uh, gone traditional here. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, why not? <laughs> right. So I, I, I feel like at the moment, I feel confident that Sam has most likely pulled ahead. And it's coming down to Chug and Percy to who's going to get the participation certificate. Yeah. <laughs> right. Number one, the term someone is sus comes from what game? Sam, I want you to go last. Okay. Cluedo. I've gone with... I've gone with Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, no, those are both incorrect, Sam. I think it's Among Us. It is Among Us. I've never heard of it. Have you never heard of it, Percy? Nah. The the game, there's, a, there's a murderer, uh, and basically they're all trying to get jobs done, and the idea is the murderer tries to kill off everyone before they then vote, vote him out. Ah, okay. It's like that, so, um, that Shaking the Keys game. Yeah, kind of like that. Or Wink Murder. <laughs> yeah. You're bare old fam. Okay. I'm going to make it a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Plum is sus, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, mustard. He's, gi- he's giving me the wrong feeling. Oh, he's well dodgy. <laughs> well sus, I would say. Uh, right, number two. Complete the sentence. And personally, I'm going to let you go first on this one. I haven't got an answer, mate. Can somebody give me, well, on the spot, give me something. A book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, that is incorrect. If you had not guessed, Percy, Chug, uh, uh, I'll move to you next. Right, I know what this is, but I think I've got the wording wrong. Okay. Because I never. Can somebody give me? Oh a... uh, yeah. I will accept. Oh, yeah, it is an oh, oh yeah. yeah. Can I get a oh, oh yeah? yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So that was uh, that was from that one. It's a it's a big TikTok one at the moment. So and a lot of the the children in school have got TikTok. So somebody they literally just go around the school and say hi to each other all the time. So it's interesting. Okay. Number three. How tall is Daddy Pig from Peppa Pig? So the name is Foot. Seven. Well, I think four. he's. I think he's seventeen foot. You are joking. Fourteen. Oh, Bloody hell! I, I know Pepper is like seven foot something, she. Yeah, that's where you're most likely thinking of that. Yeah. Bloody hell! We'll stick her centre back. <laughs> <laughs> stick her in goal. <laughs> yeah, true. Can okay. you picture that a fourteen foot pig? <laughs> 
I swear to be a kid's that, program. That, There's a 14 foot was, pig and a three year old watching this. That would a be 14 nuts, foot it? pig. <laughs> they do a crossover really. with Dora the Explorer and Pepper the See, Pig. So, so for me, I always gauge it by a basketball hoop because a basketball hoop is like 10 foot high. So then I'm just thinking it's a basketball hoop and then it's like almost nearly half another one. That's just nuts. That's, yeah. <laughs> right. Number four. If I was going to make a diamond pickaxe in Minecraft, what materials would I need and how would I create it? Diamonds and a pickaxe. <laughs> Is a pickaxe a material chug? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Would you like to expand on what the pickaxe is? Um, metal and wood. Iron. Wait. Steel. Steel and wood. And Wait, you get... Okay, we're going to move on to Percy. Cause... And glue, maybe. <laughs> A lot of glue. <laughs> Percy. Uh, uh, wood, diamond and iron. Okay. I think you need three diamond and two wood. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you w- sad. <laughs> yeah, you put, like, bro. You put it in a T formation. You do put it in a T formation. Yeah. If bitch. I was going to be really picky, which I might be, I don't know. I don't know how I feel at the moment. Yeah. It's actually not wood, Sam. It'd be sticks. Fair. So, yeah. No, I uh, have to be uh, up to date on my Minecraft knowledge when chatting to nine year olds because that's kind of mostly what they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number five, finishing off our quiz. What is the name of the dinosaur that is currently in Fortnite? Rex. Rexy. I think it's like Krongo. Or Sam, you're close. Columbo. Oh. Uh, Sam. (laughs) Shit name. (laughs) Columbo. (laughs) It's spelled K-L-O-M-B-O. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's close. We got to reassess, mate. I've got a ten-year-old sister. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So, Sam, can you tell us what you finished on? Um, I got three in that round, so I finished on eight. Okay. Right. So, I like to think most likely that means that Sam has won. But now we're coming to the the hardcore place, where, as they like to say in school, second is the best. Who has got second place? Is it Percy or is it Chuck? Percy, what have you got? I just got zero again. So just five. So the door has been left open for Chug to maybe sneak through. Chug. He needs two. Well, I got five in that round, so I'm on. (laughs) Nine. (laughs) No, I can confirm. I got one. So that leaves me on five. Okay, well, unfortunately. I don't feel like we could leave it as joint second. I don't think that's no. going to be a thing no, no, in my no, classroom, no, especially. No, no, there no, needs no, to be no, winners. No, there needs to be no, losers. No, no, you need to no, understand no. the pain. So we're going to have to go a little bit rogue. I'm going to have to think of a question off the top of my head. So this is all going to be fun. Okay. Right, Sam, what kind of question are we wanting? Are we wanting an English or maths? Or are we wanting a topical one? Or are we wanting a current affairs one? Um, oof, let's have a think. I think we could go down the route. I think... Maths and English is a bit boring, isn't it? So we go down the yeah. topic route. Um, I know both of these boys. I, I think Chug likes to travel, and I think Percy is knowledgeable in our geography. So I think a fair is like a locational geography question. Yeah, yeah. A locational geography question. 
Oh, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Right. Uh, what have we talked? Well, we've we've done Anglo-Saxons, we've done Vikings, but I've already kind of posed a couple of questions to you boys in our quiz before, so I don't feel like that will be the area kind of which we go. Um, just and also that I'm trying to think what a nine-year-old would know about geography as well. Um, if you have been doing along, um... hang on. <laughs> Do... I, I have got. Okay, you go for it. Sorry, I just say, yeah, I've been listening along. Um, when I when I post the episode release uh, post on Friday, the twenty eighth, um, do comment on that. Your scores. Do let us know. Yeah, which ones you struggled with, which ones you got right. Really interested to know. To be fair, I bet Andre, you you're the one for this, mate. Give us a comment. <laughs> mate. Give us a comment. Let us know how you did. And if you finished on five, you can join in with a tiebreaker as well. Yeah. Andre definitely won't have got uh, the Spanish red question because he can't speak Spanish. Right. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep it related to Greek mythology, but more as we said, location, okay. which happens to be around uh, Greece in general. Now the kids do know this because uh-huh. we've literally just done a reading session on it. Can you tell me what is the biggest island associated to Greece? I like that. It's a great question. <laughs> Good one. Oh, that is... I can give you the area of, if you want miles, is 3,219. I thought thought of it off the top of my head, and I was like, I need to double-check this before I ask it as a question. Oh, I'm going to go with that one. So I'm going to write down a few, and just, I'm going to, I'm going to let, I'm going to decide the moment we read out answers. (laughs) Nah, I've gone gone for it, mate. Straight in. Gone for it. And I'm hoping this is out there enough that we'll get two different answers, so... What is the biggest island associated to Greece, Percy? Corfu. Okay. I'm also going Corfu. Oh, <laughs> no. Chug, to make it interesting, will you change your answer? The only island, other island I know is Cos, and I'm, I, would, I would be 80% sure that Corfu is bigger than Cos. So you're going to have to think of another question. <laughs> <laughs> you're both wrong, it's Crete. I put ah, Greek. Chris. <laughs> I'm still playing. I'm still playing. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam's pulling his lead away even. <laughs> right, we're yeah. changing for geography. That was your geography question. We're going to have to change to something else. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> we shall change and go. Oh, I'm trying to think now. Go down the lines of science. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I've just recently be, I've recently been planning it, so I can think of it off the top of my head. Okay, there are six different categories of animals that we can associate. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what they all are. Okay, because what I want you to tell me is what class of animal would you put a frog in? Okay. Ooh. So yeah. I'll I'll, gi- I'll give you I'll, I'll throw one out there for example mammals okay which obviously I'll say this now a frog is not in the mammals but oh. what category <laughs> of animals <laughs> what category of animals would you put a frog in okay I feel like Percy's more confident on this so Chug I'm going to ask for your answer first does it change categories no. <laughs> Because I'm thinking when it's a tadpole, it could be a fish. But that's not my answer. I'm going to go reptile. I knew you'd go with that. 
Amphibian. Amphibian. Somebody has said the right answer, so there is a winner of second place. As he looks confident, <laughs> I'm not confident. <laughs> now, reptiles, Chug, the way we categorise them is that they have dry skin. Oh, Unfortunately, he's all the time, isn't he? And a frog is not has dry skin, it is an amphibian. So congratulations. Yeah. That's second place. Congratulations. Thanks, mate. Oh, I will send enough. your certificate into the post and it will be with you shortly. Thank you. Um, what, what do you think then, Jamie? Are any of us smarter than a nine-year-old? I would say there's a good... Oh, if I had to guess... Hmm... I reckon there's at least four children, if not five, who would have easily beat you guys in the quiz. Shit. What I might even do, if I find time, which I don't know if I will, I might ask the children these questions and see what scores they get. Okay. I like that. If you do, do update us. Um, Yeah, yeah. I will do. But congratulations, Grievo, on your win. Thank you. I I think having a sister... Helped. Yeah, you might not yeah. be smarter than a nine-year-old, but you are smarter than the rest of us on the Bicky podcast. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take it. Um, and yeah, we will conclude the episode there. Thank you very much, Mr. Brookback, for hosting the quiz. Yeah, amazing job, Brookback. Sorry, sorry. Yes, I, like, I like the current affairs round. That was out. That was outside the box. I like that. Thank you, sir. Got to keep it interested. Yeah, it was good. Uh, if you listened along, I hope you got a better score than certainly me and Chug. Uh, but if you didn't, then you're 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 just like us, really. Just normal people, <laughs> just normal normal people. Who needs to know this shit? I Might be smarter than a six-year-old, maybe. Yeah, I think very that's probably excited, our level. Very excited to find out who our smartest listener is. Yeah, yeah. We'll hold a competition if anyone comments. So do comment, um, and we will award you with a story post, maybe. Or you can take me on. Or you can take Harold oh, in a special on. donors pod. Challenge. Yes. <laughs> I love that. There we go then. That's what you got to fight for. So be honest with your scores. And the winner will be taking on Grievo. For now, though, we have enjoyed being back for our second episode. And we will see you again next week. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.